Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. I'm not Val. Oh yeah, that's right. Hey Val. Don't call me Val. Yeah, don't call me Val. Uh, and we have with us today, Craig. Craig, welcome back to the show. Hey, that's a nice opening. That's the first time I've seen that. That's a, a good, very nice looking. You're getting we knew you were going to be on, so we needed to like bring up our bougie factor. Because <laughs> you're so professional. We want, we... You make us want to be rise. better. You make us want to be better, Craig. I, I'm so professional that, you know, I've got five viewers and no jobs. So that's how professional <laughs> I am. It, it's really paying off. It's paying off you, spades. You got the I, I recommend Steve. it to every person to be just like me. <laughs> you made John Cleese laugh on stage. So yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. And that and and my landlord loved that because I could pay him with laughing. Look, it's John Cleese laughing. He's like, "Yeah, that's gonna pay my electricity bill. That's great." <laughs> wow, this went somewhere great right off the bat. I love yeah, it. Did you get? It's way too early. What is what is going on with you people? Why are you up so hear, early, Craig? I don't want to hear about it because when no, we no, do, felt- when we do your show in a little bit, I have to stay up really really late. And guess what? I go back to work tomorrow or on a well today. Um, at three thirty in the morning, I go back to work after a year of working in the hey, studio. In the studio, which means I have to wake up at three thirty in the morning and then do all of our amazing podcasts for a week up until nine o'clock at night. So oh, it's going to be wow. super fun. Val on air is I didn't realize like cool. seven p.m. was so late. I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> Grandma Val. Uh. When, yeah, but seven p.m. and then I we're done by eight, and then by the time my body calms down, it's eight thirty. That's not even eight hours of sleep, my man. Not even eight. That's that's but that's you. You're you're the you're the anomaly in this whole situation. <laughs> is that what I am? That's yes. a good word for me. Right? Being well, polite. That's the nice way. I know. Of saying it. Anomaly. I know. It's the nice way. You are weird, Val. But you're no, you're an anom. You are an anomaly. Oh, you're an okay. anomaly. You're an exception. Thus, oh, exceptional. definitely, I'm an exception. <laughs> I need a screen grab of you doing the the little hand and smile thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Craig, we are excited to have you here because there's some big news that's happening the day that this episode drops. You have a new podcast dropping as well on May 3rd. Oh, oh is that when this is dropping? I didn't even know. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. My brain is so locked into uh, all the stuff that I have to do for it, which um, that hopefully it came out. Yeah. I'm hoping it came out. That's great. That means everything went to plan. <laughs> yeah. The Monday morning memory wipe came out and uh, Val participated. She was in the... Uh, the very first round table we did, we call it tech support. When things go bad, you need help call tech support. And so that's when I bring in extra people. So she, she was on, uh, I'm assuming she did a great job. It was she's so Val. much fun. It was so much yeah. fun. Yeah. I love it when we try to keep up this ruse. of like, <laughs> It's live. Yeah, exactly. We will no, totally listeners don't know that we record this before we drop the show. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, this is all you do. Right. This right. is exactly. so you are able to podcast on a dime anytime that you it's anytime but it says anywhere. it's live, it's live. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But so no, yeah, I'm with the stolen droids network now. So we're we're now colleagues. One of us. Uh, colleagues. 
One of well, us. Yes. One. <laughs> and we're we're so glad to have you as one of us. Because mm-hmm. uh, we don't really was... want you to be against us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's three to one, so you guys will be in a, have an advantage. So don't worry. <laughs> yeah, but all of our powers put together equals one hour of your power. Like you, you like you work really hard. I don't know if people, if you have not mm-hmm. caught up with Craig before on any of what he does, it's extremely amazing. And I'm not just saying this because you're on the show. If you weren't on the show, I would be talking about you as well. Um, bad, good and bad. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I saw your hundredth episode. I, I was well aware. <laughs> yeah, this is the Craig that we were talking about. Yeah. You on turned on a episode. dime there. You were all happy, happy, and then you misconstrued a comment and right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what like, makes that's what makes good podcasting. You know, you this. hulked we're... out on me. Wow. <laughs> all right. out. I know. I, I just want to be regular Hulk. I don't want any pronouns in there. Can I just be Hulk? You don't want to be irregular Hulk. You want to be very. I just want to be Hulk. Lots of fiber, Hulk. regular Hulk. Irregular yeah. Hulk is like. I got my. I got my Hulk fingernails going on. Ooh, no. Yeah. Hey. I'm sorry. I'm drinking so much coffee, but you guys decided to do what? this in, so early in the morning. So early. I I feel bad. I feel like I've done nothing to try to control the show so far today. This is great because today we're talking about pop culture movies, and I think this is good because most of the time pop culture movies creates a banter between people, and I think that's exactly what we're doing right now. But now let's bring in the movies and then banter about that. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's a great segue, Val. You should do my job on the show from now on. That sounds great. I do your job every morning from five to nine, so it's okay. <laughs> If I don't do it on Mondays, not even a full day, not even a full day. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I work before and after. I, you just do don't you? hear me. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are talking about pop culture movies today. It is our staff picks. Uh, we're calling this pop culture icons. I didn't know what else to call it, but we are picking movies that had a huge impact on pop culture. Now, Val put this together for us presented the idea to us. So she put a couple of rules in, which is really Some weird to put rules in mm-hmm. that we have to follow. Cause she's, she's usually the one that we put rules in and then she just breaks them. rules, But this time she had some. So what are the two caveats that we had Val? So, yeah, I, just, I didn't know there I were just, rules. So. I just feel like the caveats of not having any superhero movies because we talk about mm-hmm. superhero movies a lot. And so I just think let's throw that to the side because I think that's a whole different pop culture thing. And there are so many other movies that we should talk about that have influenced pop culture and people automatically, especially outside of like us, our nerd, our nerdy selves, our nerdy group, like they always go right towards the superhero movies. And I just think we, we've done it. Let's talk about something else. I don't remember what the other rule was. Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, he's wearing the hat. So yeah. no, because we all know, everyone knows that Star Wars is a huge pop culture phenomenon. So, I mean that to be said, we don't need to talk about that either for me to say, don't talk about Star Wars or superhero movies, kind of a big deal. But again, I do think that there are so many other pop culture movies that we should talk about and it was hard for me to pick one because like eight the whole 80s like every movie that came out in the 80s was like huge so to pick one and yeah it's just really hard so i'm sure we'll touch on other movies but we're going to deep dive into our top picks yeah and i think that the no superheroes caveat was was good because i think right now especially that is all that there is in the pop i mean not all that there Mm -hmm. is but it's a huge Mm -hmm. part of what the pop culture is right now and so it's hard to 
I mean, we'd all do a Marvel movie and be like, this had a huge, and then it would be boring and it would just be a Marvel podcast. Yeah. So, so I think they were two really good rules. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh, there are fantastic rules. (laughs) You would be the nicest and most beloved fascist because your rules are so nice. (laughs) They're so nice. fascist. I want a t-shirt that says nice fascist on it. And then I also want to start a band with just me and me in this band called nice fascist i think I, we should call you the fascist nistas like oh instead of, no that's better than what i was going no. with i was thinking beloved you could beloved no. leader it could yeah. be nice fascist. beloved fascist nice fascist for the band name and the album could be call me val don't call me val yeah <laughs> don't call me val you can All call right. me but don't call me val yep all right so let's talk about the movies um i'm I'm going to start with Tracy today. Oh, I'm going to let you, you let us guess go first. No, no. All right, all right. He's just um, one of us now. He's just one of us. That's true. And now I'm on the. Now that I'm on the Stolen Droids Network, my cachet has dropped. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry about that. That's what's associating with the. Well, I thought it would go up. We were hoping. It's going down. You know, ours goes up. Yours yeah. goes drastically no. down. No, 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 no. <laughs> So I went with um, I, I went with a, a pair of films. I hope that that's okay. There wasn't a rule yep. against that. Yep. Um, I went with the original Alien and the follow-up Aliens. Mm. Uh, just reinvigorated sci-fi. It created kind of a sci-fi horror um, that hadn't been around as much. But I love the fact that you have Ridley Scott who makes this haunted house in space. You have these characters who are trapped on this ship. There is a creature inside and it's them against this creature and and it's so self-contained. And how do you how do you top this? How do you make this more interesting or exciting? And James Cameron comes along and turns this thing into a war film. And now you've got the Colonial Marines coming in. Um Ellen Ripley is just one of the best female heroes out there. Um so so good. And um yeah, I, I, the, the Aliens film, the second one, is just so insanely quotable. There are so many great lines in that film. Um, Alien 3, there were moments David Fincher, I think that was his directorial debut, um, or it was one of his first, but um, I, I go with the first two. I think those are solid picks. Um, I I love that the first movie is I've, I've always loved this. This is such great naming as far as sequels go. You've got Alien and then Aliens and that's how you know it's the sequel and I think mm-hmm. that's really cool. <laughs> well, because in the original, there's only one. And right. then in the second one you get a lot of them. Although it's interesting. It's so cool because they make this look like there are like thousands of these alien creatures and it was eight guys in rubber suits. Mm-hmm. And well, they sure. didn't have the cloning technology that they do now. They didn't have the CGI. So the way that he shoots this and the way that he frames these creatures um, to make it look like there's so many of them coming at you is just phenomenal. I yeah. think this is a great pick because um, I have never seen one alien movie all the way through because when these really? movies, when these movies came out, you guys know that I'm not into horror films very often and I know this is horror and sci-fi, but when this came out, it just really wasn't my thing at all, even mm-hmm. though I love these directors of these movies and the people that are in them so much. And so I told myself this, um, 
about a year ago is that if these movies come back in the theater again, because you know how they do like anniversary, oh, yeah. I want to go watch them all in the theater so I can get the original experience because I think I would um, really enjoy them now. But because of this, why I think this is a great pick is because I haven't seen any of these movies all the way through, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I know all mm -hmm. of the scenes, like immediately things, scenes pop into my mind about the big alien open mouth with her uh -huh. face right there. And then you have space balls with the alien coming out of the stomach. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. But that is, you know, like yeah. having those, like this pop, this is such a great pop culture movie because whether you've seen it or not you understand what this movie is who your hero is who the villain is and and you understand it so you can have somebody that's never seen it before but mm -hmm. they know exactly what you're talking about that means that it's in the pop culture you know realm so yeah. love it uh, <clears throat> i remember oh, oh sorry go jake go ahead well just along those lines i remember being in ele elementary school and you had friends that would take their long sleeve shirts and they'd put their arms and then they put one arm in their shirt and like push it out like it was an alien coming out of their chest God. and we did that all the time and it was because uh, i mean that's how in the public consciousness mm -hmm. yeah was. and you as elementary school kids hadn't seen that movie oh, but no. you knew no you knew. of course yeah. we did like my parents about? weren't going to take me to see this movie <laughs> so it had to be something i had to see later on and it was like yeah there was like one kid in the group whose parents didn't care what they watched. And so they, yeah, watched yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was my family. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I saw it was 1986. I was 13. I saw, but I saw aliens 1979, six years old. I'm sure. I, yeah. I, I, I definitely saw it because my brother wanted to see it. So you guys were sheltered. I was <laughs> born in 79. Like they're like, I wasn't, Ooh. you don't have to talk. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't know you what that you. <laughs> I, I do want to share something though. Um, if uh, Jake will allow the share screen, um, oh, you want to share something? Okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah, um, this is how much we love aliens oh, at Matinee yeah, Heroes. Yeah. We have uh, Matinee Heroes alien manatee shirts. Um, I just wanted to show I, that off because I didn't we, I need a manatee shirt. Yeah, in space, everyone can hear your podcast. Um, so I just. That aliens is, it's one of those things that James Cameron elevated it from a horror right. epic mm -hmm. to now it's kind of universal because everybody gets this, this war everywhere. Yeah. By throwing in Newt, now mm -hmm. you have a proxy for almost everybody versus right. Alien, where who's the who's the proxy for us? I mean, they're all space truckers. Right, right. So they they are separate from us, but then but when you throw in colonists, and now all of a sudden it is something that could happen, mm -hmm. could happen to any of us, and it that took all that took aliens to a whole new place. Well, the thing I love about both of them is, especially the first one, it was so subversive. So you had like two thousand one, you had this beautiful space, everything's clean in the alien world, everything is just it's kind of a la star wars in a way it's very run down and like craig said they're space truckers they're just everyday people and when you first watch the original film you think that the captain is going to be the hero not ripley who's the science officer and so they subvert that now you have this female hero um and then you're right craig when you introduce newt all of a sudden this film becomes a a, a movie about motherhood especially if you watch the director's cut there's a scene that was cut from the original where Ripley talks about how she had a daughter 
and Ripley's been in hypersleep for hundreds of years and Newt becomes that that connection to her connection to her daughter and makes it even more personal. Um, yeah, I, this, these movies are great. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Although some of the sequels, not so much. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't forget the classic alien versus predator, which was mm. a masterpiece. Yes. Mm. Cinematic. Well, the comic books were, I've, the comic I've books seen, I've seen a little yeah. bit of that movie a little bit. And I was like, huh. yeah, it was not good. <laughs> but even like Alien Four, where they're swimming underwater, it just uh, yeah didn't work. And then in the prison where everybody shaved their head because of lice and they, mm-hmm. Sigourney Weaver. We just well, I just watched Ghostbusters last night, and you know she was this beautiful, amazing goddess. Then you shave her head just because, and to make her more manly, to make her blend yeah. in with everybody. I still think she's awesome. still beautiful. Oh. Like oh, mm-hmm. she God, is her face. She, oh, she's, yeah. she, she not only is she great in the with her shaved head, but even at what 65 or whatever she is. Cause I, I just saw her a couple years ago. Uh, the reason why we made the shirt is because we were, she came to comic Palooza in Houston uh, um, and she's, she still looks great mm-hmm. and she's super talented. And I like her cause she's willing to do anything yeah. as far as yeah. uh, subvert her own image. She's not afraid to look stupid on screen or crazy or weird or do something strange that might be, a lot of other people would go, I'm not going to do that. That's ridiculous. Nope. She's gung ho and I love it. Well, real quick. She, uh, I read an interview where she was working on the new avatar films and she had to learn how to do deep sea underwater diving with no oxygen tank. So they're acting at the bottom of this pool for like six minutes. She's yeah, like, I had to learn to hold my breath for six minutes while still acting. I'm like, good for you, Sigourney that I couldn't do that. Is that the new thing in Hollywood now? Because I know that Tom Cruise had the record for a while. And then Michael B. Jordan, I just saw an interview yesterday about him holding his breath for the new Without Remorse movie. Mm, and he should be it, holding his breath because it sucks. <laughs> wow. Wow. But he doesn't he did, suck in it, though, right? Yeah, does he I suck or does the movie suck? It's always good. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Oh, silence Ooh. is deafening. You I guys don't. know how much I love him. Like you I, guys know. Know. I know. And I know. And I screened it on Wednesday and Dave's like, great, we're going to sit down and watch your boyfriend on TV, you know, <laughs> and we sit down and watch the movie. And, you know, unfortunately it's based on a book written by Tom Clancy and he had nothing to do with the screenplay or, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just, there, there was some great moments that he, that Michael B. Jordan just took over and was great, but overall the movie fell flat. It was, it was those, those cool moments weren't enough. It oh. wasn't enough. I gave it a C. Wow. Yeah. Those Tom Clancy movies and properties, he's not involved or I think he's passed, but um, even the last 10 years of his life, he was only involved in name only. It's right. almost like um, with the Patterson books, you know, there's oh, other yeah. people writing them. And so right. Tom Clancy, it's the same way because there's like 58 games that you know they're yeah. based on his property. So it's yeah, even it was even with really, Red October. Yeah, it was a really good idea for a movie. Um, and I know there's gonna be more, obviously, because Michael B. Jordan has signed up for them. But as a fan of Michael B. Jordan and a fan of action films and a fan of like this style of action film, I really, really it hurt my feelings. Yeah. I wanted to like it more. 
that he is took it personally like looking yeah. at this movie on the surface a c grade from you val is not a good sign for because this is right. like or it had so much your alley yeah. i mean it's it's free if you have amazon so i wouldn't say don't watch it but just know that you're gonna have moments where you're like that was awesome and there's gonna be like three of them and then the rest of it you're gonna be like i mean okay yeah well let's let's move on to the next pick and i did this strategically by the way Craig, what's your pick for your your pop culture icon? So um, when you asked me to come on and it was going to be this week, this is pure coincidence. This is not me being a horrible, horrible shill for my own podcast. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) this Saturday coming up, Jake, uh, the movie that I picked, Jake actually came on and talked about, and that is Top Gun. Oh, Um, yes. So we're doing Epic 80s Month. And we started off with a Karate Kid, which actually was a Cobra Kai episode, which I'm not a big fan of Cobra Kai, but um, we spent a lot of time talking about that. But we're doing, we did uh, Top Gun, and I think this was the first movie. It's not the first movie that the Navy was involved in, but I think this is the first movie that the Navy was involved in where they had actual return on investment in quantitative mm-hmm. ways. Because mm-hmm. before then, it was kind of like naming a stadium, you know. Mm-hmm. The, what is the one that in Salt like a Vivint Stadium yeah. or whatever it is? Yeah, yeah, Vivint. Arena. yeah. yeah. They're not getting any customers who are walking by. Go, oh, I gotta use them. It's just the it's just name recognition. They're just attaching, and now it's more of public relations. And I think the Navy was doing that, but as soon as Top Gun came out, they got a five hundred percent increase in recruitment, and wow. that mm-hmm. is a definitive return on investment. And after that, they threw a lot of things at a lot of movies and i think michael bay is the probably the biggest culprit mm-hmm. of abusing the navy in the navy abusing him because mm-hmm. all his movies the transformers yeah. uh you know pearl harbor i mm-hmm. mean anything that he michael bay has done he has involved the navy or the u.s government in some way mm-hmm. to help finance and to prop the movie and i think top gun open the door to a lot of movies doing a lot of things good or bad. Cause let's be honest, Top Gun ended up being a propaganda movie. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thankfully we weren't in a real war at the time, 1986, 87, it was a cold war, but along comes Iraq. The first one in nineties, we've got, uh, you know, nine 11 after nine 11, they really invested heavily all over the place. So, mm-hmm it ended up being more of a recruitment tool. And that's what video games are doing now. They have so many video games that they are monitoring that when someone's really good, it's like the last Starfighter. someone's really good. They're going to come and recruit you. Yeah. And, and I think that probably the most successful part of the recruiting uh, effort from Top Gun has got to be the volleyball scene. Obviously that's what made everybody <laughs> sign up. I want to be in the Navy. I mean, I would join the Navy if I could join in on that volleyball scene. <laughs> Women, especially the number of women that uh, volunteered at that point. It's only there, so he has to ask to take a shower or leave to take a shower when he Mm -hmm. goes to visit Kelly McGillis. That's the only reason it exists. Well, that that and to show off Goose's awesome dad bod because he's the only one wearing a shirt in the whole scene, and I love that he is. Everybody else is just ripped. Yeah, (laughs) and then there's Goose. Glistening. So um, I, I... also want to plug we did talk about top gun clear back in the beginning of our show episode Mm -hmm. 23 
which was geniusly named Sock Puppets. And if you want to find out why an episode about Top Gun was named Sock Puppets, you need to go back and listen to episode 23. And I will put the link uh, in this video. So at the bottom of the description, and you can go find out Sock Puppets. What does that have to do? Listen, almost every time I've broken the rules on this show, it's led to something good. I just want to throw that out there. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, you have like, a loose definition of good. Uh, <laughs> okay, it's led to something no, fun. How about fun? It has led to something fun. So, but you definitely need to go check that out. And I did this on purpose. I knew Tracy was picking Alien and Aliens, and Alien was directed by Ridley Scott. And Craig picked Top Gun, which was directed by Tony Scott, his brother. They, they are brothers. Yep. And I imagine that every Thanksgiving, Ridley Scott brings up the fact that he's known for masterpieces like Alien and much more artistic than Top and Gun. Gladiator and Gladiator and Thumb and Louise and things, yeah. you know, of import. Yeah. And I, I honestly doubt they talk about that stuff. When yes. well, Tony's they, no longer they, alive. So Tony passed away. Say, yeah, so he, if they're still passed. talking about that stuff, we really, really need to help Ridley Scott out. Yeah. No, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> definitely Ridley's going. It's a one-sided conversation and Ridley's taking advantage. I think it's always been a one-sided conversation. <laughs> it is. Ridley Scott. We, we talked about it. He recently got the job because he, uh, Tony Scott got the job because he did a VW commercial where the right. Volkswagen raced a plane and they went, that looks cool. And that was, and we did days of thunder. That's another Tony Scott. Yeah. It's just cool looking. It's just, I yeah. love that movie so much. And I'm pretty sure that that Volkswagen commercial led to both of those movies. They said, Hey, let's make a jet movie. <laughs> the other one, yeah. I mean, the top gun. And then they said, let's do top gun with NASCAR. Cause NASCAR is kind of yeah. cool. And, and that it, led it, to the fast and the furious. Yes. Fast and Furious I love, Fridays. I love how quickly that deflates Craig Price when you say Fast and Furious. Ugh. I hate the Fast. And it makes me fast and furious. I have never seen any of the films. I've only seen, what? I've seen two. I saw the first one and then I was forced to see the last one. Tracy, because let's go to the Megaplex this I, Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday. You can go for free. Fast every and Friday. Friday. All right, Val. If you've never seen any of, like, are you going to see all the films this Friday, Val, or is no, it they, one, they play one a week? One a week one until, a week. until the new one comes out. Yeah, oh. free for free. You just show up and and buy food. I don't know what I've got going on Fridays, but I think I've something got more important. Yeah, <laughs> I've got. I, I got to do my hair. I've, I've. They just aren't my cup of tea. That's but fine. I'm glad That's people fine. enjoy them. And they I think started off right. as DVD VCR thieves, and now they're international space station <laughs> agents. Not yet. That's what happens, Maybe though, when you're really yet. good. So getting back to Top Gun, I want to know, because Top Gun and, um, oh my gosh, the car one that I love so much that Days I just like, Days of Thunder, both have the scene of him coming up on his motorcycle. Was that in his contract? Because yeah. in Days of Thunder, I feel like it's a much better scene well, sure. than it is in Top Gun, even though Top Gun is a little bit more of like a well-known movie. But I like Days of Thunder more than Top Gun. Is that weird? It's I love weird. it when Nicole Kitman's like, let me out of the car, Cole, let me out of the car. I don't know why I love that so much. It's her voice and yelling at him, and she's so tall, and he's just this little short guy next to him. And That's why so they have the motorcycle, too, because he's so short. It's, yeah. it's like, how can I look more manly? I'm going to be a motorcycle on every – I mean, Mission Impossible Every movie. movie. It's like in his contract. In quite a bit. It's in his contract. I've got to run. Yep. And then yeah. I've got to be on a motorcycle. 
Yep. And I have to Is make that sure that how everybody you run. That's I how Tom Cruise runs. Running. I've been running wrong all the time. That's how Tom Cruise runs. Tom Cruise runs. He Tracy, runs like this. when we do the half marathon, we need to run like that. Yeah. We can try. But... I, can't, I can't believe you don't know the Tom Cruise run. <laughs> I do. I just have never run I think that at way. A certain, I think you can start has. running like that in a half marathon, but at a certain point, you're just trying to get through it. And you... Right. Yeah. right. Okay, but at least for like, I don't know, five clicks. What's five clicks equal? I have no idea. Kilometers, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> just do it when the cameras are on. That's just what, just when there you know there's you a camera. Just yes, and then nothing. Yeah, and yeah. then nothing, and then <laughs> no. and then go around the corner and throw up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna throw up right in front of a little kid just because I want to. I throw up on him. No, that that's why? Mean. I mean, that's too much. <laughs> it's the too only much. time you have a good excuse. There's a line. There's a line. There is a line. <laughs> You'll probably think it's cool. He's like, oh, Val from 98.7 threw up on me. Oh we're my gonna, god. We're gonna be at Disneyland. Nobody there knows who I am. I do. I, I, eating their eating their chocolate I, bar, and then I, I just I'm just down up. the street. Are you gonna when come they, watch this run? When no, they no. Reopen, I'll, I'll come afterwards. When they reopen the parks, we need to do a group. They did on. Well, no. When we can oh, go for the rest of you can. Uh, the uh, no, no. The state restrictions are not. Uh, if you're vaccinated, have proof of vaccination, you can be out of state. No, but Disneyland for the first little bit right now, we're not letting everyone in. I, I thought. Heard that. No, no, it's a reservation only. You're correct, but I know a lot of people are worried that it's only California residents, and that is not true. I had not heard that. Yeah the 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 press stuff that I was given had this like five tier thing. Right, uh, and the, and they having done some research for it for the Monday morning memory wipe. Um, yeah. People have uh, the L.A. Times. Talk to the health department. So now Disneyland may be requiring it, but it's not a law. And I thought, yeah, no, I know it's not a law, but I think, but that means they're going to change it at any moment. No, yeah, there, but Disneyland has a tier of what they're letting people in so that they can get people that are local, but also people that had tickets during the last year so they can come back before everybody comes back. That's the difference between, yeah, the big difference between Disneyland and Disney World is Disney World is for the world. Um, and they don't expect people from. No, no, it is. It's it's for like for, they expect tourists. It, yeah, I get, it. I, get, I get what I definitely get what the the difference is. I was just going off of I, what, it, Dis, it, what Disney sent me. So it wasn't right. for you, Val. It was for the listeners. But that's okay. Universal. <laughs> Never mind. For for you for everybody else, you'll have to look it up because I can't tell you because Val will be upset. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Top Gun. I wasn't mansplaining you, Val. I was. Anyways, I was, Top Gun. I was, I was trying to help the rest of the audience. I'm that was sure. like a heat-seeking missile from an F-16, right there. See, I can turn I'm on a dime sure. too. We had you on radar. I also lock. figured we were going to talk about this on your show, so I wasn't about to get well, into it since we Jake were talking about Top Jake Gun. Jake and I were your wingmen, and we left you, and Craig snuck up behind and got you on radar lock, and yeah, now you you're guys. Gone. Yeah, what are you guys doing? You guys. I like how Val assumes people are going to watch my show, so she doesn't want to ruin it for the three people that watch. They are going to watch it. You need to have a better attitude about your life. (laughs) All right, you two. Listen, let's lock it up. We need a radio show together. (laughs) All right, we. uh, I was going to try to segue to Universal. Can't segue. Just go. No segue. Hard segue. Hard segue. So my my pick, and we're gonna let Val go last um, because this was her he's idea. Gonna so, me. I, <laughs> dang it! I didn't get it ready, Val. I didn't get it ready. We'll, we'll just do it manually. 
Now she's just gonna, <laughs> just gonna swear. <laughs> um, so my pick uh, was uh, Jurassic Park. I went back and forth oh, between yeah. the different ones. Avatar was one that I thought about because it changed the way we watch movies for like ten years after it came out because everything came out in three D and it was a big deal. But uh, I went with Jurassic Park because when this movie came out, it was such a huge impact on the pop culture. Everybody got into dinosaurs and everybody got into to Jurassic Park. And I mean, there was merchandise everywhere. It was like Star Wars as far as the merchandise goes, toys, books, binders. Mm-hmm. I remember having one year that when it must have been when it came out, I had all of my school supplies were Jurassic Park. I had a binder. I had a folder, a pencil bag, a backpack. <laughs> I got beat up. It was fine. <laughs> like that, that's how big this was. They had everything. Um, and even today, if you go back and watch this, and we talked about this on episode 65, and Craig, you were a guest on that episode when we talked about Jurassic Park. But even today, if you go back and watch the movie, it still totally holds up. Yeah, they I mean, released a 3D incredible. version of it, uh, I want to say about five, six years ago. And it was perfect on on the screen. Um, mm. you could You couldn't tell because... The great thing about Jurassic Park is not only did it introduce or at least advance digital graphics so much, the CGI to such a level, but a lot of it was practical too. Right. And I, right. and of course, as always, people always take the wrong lessons from things and they went, right. oh, let's, it's digital dinosaurs. Let's make everything digital. And it's like, mm, no, a lot of that was real. And that's why it's so great. And that's why it looks so good. It's a mix. You use it when you need to. And the same thing happened with Avatar. There's a reason why 3D went away is because they made so much crap afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's It wasn't because everyone was making Avatar-like movies. It was like, oh, it must be in 3D. We're just going to make everything Airport. in 3D. And it's just right. it was awful. Well, and I think I think you're right. I think with the, the, the digital effects mixed with the practical effects, you really get um, the idea that digital effects are another tool in the toolbox to make a great movie and not what you should the only tool in the toolbox. And unfortunately a lot of movies nowadays, that's the only tool that they use and they go away from some of the practical effects and and you miss out on a lot of things when you do that. So yeah, it culminated with the prequels where George Lucas pretty much had them in green rooms yeah, and, mm-hmm. and no sets. And it was just they were just standing there talking to tennis balls, which is the absolute wrong way, which is why they somewhat corrected that with The Force Awakens. A lot more practical. That was a beautiful looking movie and much more believable and much more enjoyable movie because, mm-hmm. hey, it didn't have to deal with politics, which was I mean, it was interesting, but it's not that interesting, especially for kids. But it just looked really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Well, I, I think it's interesting. Jake said that he had like a trapper keeper with Jurassic Park, and that was the year that I graduated from high school. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you also had a trapper keeper. You also had a trapper keeper. He was entering elementary school. You were exiting high school. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me and, me and Tracy are the old guys. I think one of my favorite things about Jurassic Park, because I, I was like fifth or sixth grade when it came out. Don't have to rub it in, man. We know. <laughs> we got it. We got There's it. There's a reason why I'm telling this There's story. There's a reason. I, yeah. My my mom wouldn't let me go see the movie until mm-hmm. I had read the book because she was afraid that the movie was going to be too scary. So she made me read the book. Now, if you've read the book <laughs> and seen the movie, I can tell you the book is much more in the horror genre than the yeah. movie was. And it's I do adults. have to say, though, that I recently, what, two years ago, listened to the book 
Um, on, and it's probably one of my favorite audiobooks of all time. Like, I'm mm. glad I, I listened to it after I had seen all the movies because I don't know that I would have enjoyed the movie as much exactly. because it's it's so intricate in the book. Mm-hmm. I read the book before the movie. I'm came lying. Out. I still would have liked the movies. But, I, yeah. I liked the movie, but I was disappointed because there was so much cool stuff in the book that didn't make it into the movie. So yeah, I had that exact reaction. I was like, but the book oh, didn't have Jeff Goldblum shirtless, True. True. listening. <laughs> now, like people have that image on shirts and pillows. They blew that image up in like Europe and put it right. Yeah, they made a a, a, a huge hundred foot yeah uh, statue of it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. You I mean, if Uncle that's not pop, pop, culture, yeah. Uncle pop of Jeff Goldblum, yeah, yeah, yep. Oh, it's so amazing. <laughs> I mean, how amazing is that one moment in this uh-huh. one movie just everywhere? I mean, that's the exact definition of, you know, a pop culture movie. Forget the cool dinosaurs. <laughs> well, that's the thing that makes it so great. The dinosaurs were amazing. You came to see the dinosaurs, but you stayed and it stayed in our consciousness because of the lines, because of the the people in it and the scenes. I mean, I still... And I mentioned this when we did, when we talked about the show, I still, every time we go around a corner or we get in the car, I tell my kids to hang on to their butts every time. Every time, Sammy, Sammy, just like, are you going to say it, mom? Now she's at the point where she knows when I'm going fast around a corner, she's like, hang on to your butts. Like, that's just, I've said it like her whole life, her whole life. Like, that's like the best line. I love it so much. And it's so funny too, because I um, saw my sister-in-law the other day. And she had decided their their whole family is going to come to my wedding in Hawaii. She's like, did you know that where you're staying, where the wedding is, because we're doing it at the house that I got. She's like, it's only five minutes away from where they shot Jurassic Park. And I'm like, and you think this is like a coincidence? She's like, like, I just as I'm saying this out loud, I'm realizing you already knew. And I'm like, yeah. And the island that we're going to that Dave doesn't know that we're going to for our honeymoon is on the second island that Jurassic Park was shot on. So I think we just learned that uh, your ex-boyfriend does not listen to the podcast. (laughs) He he does sometimes, actually. But he's asleep right now. He's asleep right now. So we've made that mistake before thinking he's not listening. And then he comes on. on. (laughs) He only listens live. He doesn't. He only listens live. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and I still use the GIF or GIF, however GIF, you want to do it. GIF. GIF. It's a G. Hey, Dave. <laughs> He's awake. <laughs> he poked his head in. So, are you talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> you don't but, like this. <laughs> but every time uh, somebody posts something on, on Facebook where they're like, I don't know, trying to brag or something and i know nobody cares i find the gif of dennis nedry saying see nobody cares nobody cares, <laughs> nobody cares. Dotson, we got a dotson here see nobody cares <laughs> like there are just so many iconic moments and lines from the film and it has stayed in our consciousness for so long and it was great not great i wish it wasn't true that last summer it was the number one movie at the box office for a few weeks oh yeah Mm-hmm. Obviously, that was because of you know stuff, but, but still, the fact that that people will come what out and see about? that movie again and again. Yeah, what's what stuff? Nothing. Huh? It's okay. Just huh? Go back to sleep. <laughs> go back to sleep. Did I did I miss something? No. COVID. Okay. Uh, COVID. Oh, yeah. see, my life hasn't changed, so I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> my life is exactly the same. <laughs> okay. 
That's not true, Craig. It is. Yes. I work. I used to work from home. It's for ten years. I worked from home, so it wasn't a big deal. This is not yeah. But didn't deal. you like go out to eat and go see friends and family and stuff, or did you just always live in your house and not leave? Yeah, uh, I, I I would go to Fan X. And I would go to, to uh, Comic Palooza. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty much the same. All okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Val, what was your pick for our? Here it is. So mine is a little bit um, more salty than everyone's picks, but it's also a little bit more sneaky. It's not as in your face as pop culture. And I thought I'd do that because, again, like in the, I, I was like Mean Girls. We've already talked about Mean Girls, but I almost picked Mean Girls because I thought that one was also very pop culture forward. And then um, I was also going to pick either like Pretty in Pink, like a John Hughes movie. Like mm. John Hughes had some of the best pop culture movies ever. But instead of going with something sweet and something that smelled really good, I went with Fight Club. Um, because it's salty and stinky. And I think this movie is so great. It came out in 1999, which was a couple of years after I graduated high school. Um, I had already been, I was going through film school. So I was just like a super snob when it came to watching. Nobody wanted to watch a movie with me. Right. Mm-hmm. And then this movie that. came out and not it's only not like so enthusiastically at that. Yes. No, that's correct. Nobody wants <laughs> yes, to no, that's correct. Nobody wants no, to watch no, because I graduated film school and I was a film snob and nobody wanted to yeah, watch. No, that nobody wants your opinion. Nobody wants mm-hmm. to know what you actually think about this movie. We just want right. to enjoy it. Shut your face. That's pretty much what it was. Um, but so this movie comes out and it's so gritty and it's so different, but it hits both cultures. It hits the culture of people that are like, I'm the loner. People don't understand me. And also the really just schmuck guy or lady sitting in an office that hates their life. So it kind of grabs both sides of this audience and it brings you in and the cinematography of this film, just the opening scene of that digital going right into realism is really great. Um, but for me, it's like you you will run into people that have never seen the movie, but they understand, you know, a couple of different quotes from this film. And I know it's rated R and I know it's got a lot of really rated R things in it. So but the cast to me also at the time, like they grabbed everyone mm-hmm. they could that was doing anything. Brad Pitt, Edward Norton were huge at the time. Helen Mirren. Then you just throw in some meatloaf. You throw in Jared Leto. Yeah, and Helen Bonham Carter. I was like, Helen Mirren. Yeah. Helen Sorry, <laughs> Helen Bonham Carter. There was a Helen. Helen I have a Bonham question, though. Carter. Yeah. Uh, it's R-rated. Is a lactating meatloaf the reason why it's R-rated, or yeah. would that be PG-13? I, wanna, I, I mean, think that'd be PG-13. Yeah. I, mean, I think that'd be PG-13. Yeah, but yeah. David Fincher, I think David Fincher, like, really... He grabbed this movie and I mean, it could have bombed. This was a weird, crazy movie, but for some reason, and critics didn't love this film, but audiences totally like regular Joe Schmoes, we totally loved it because again, I think it hit for everyone. Yes. You're somebody again, somebody that maybe is like, I don't fit in. I want to fight the system. And then the people that we were like, our lives suck. Like we just want to be cooler. We want to be that. We want to be Brad Pitt. We want to be, you know, selling people's fat butts back to them. We really do. <laughs> but I, I didn't I think say that's, the swear word, Jake. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's the problem with Fight Club. Uh, is I think a lot of the the wrong lessons were taken from it exactly. by the general population. I think a lot of those loner nerds that you're talking about, and and we're looking at this movie, and 
were looking at Brad Pitt as an idol when they walked out. Right. Like, exactly. That's, right. that's bad. Right, but it's still a huge pop culture. Oh, I agree. Oh, yeah. I'm not I don't, disagreeing with I, your premise. I, yeah. No, but yeah, I agree with you because a lot of people are like, great, we've got to, you know, be these angry people and create this whatever. But so yeah. that was such a crazy phenomenon. But again, if you think about the premise of this film of some depressed loner guy that create basically creates you know, this alter ego of himself. And he's way better in this than he is in the Hulk. So his alter ego in this one is way better than Hulk. Um, <laughs> um, you Plus know, that's extra added. Oh my we, we had to sit through American History X. I was hoping that scene would show up. It's fine. Yeah. American History X was a good fine. one. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I guarantee you. I guarantee you that Tyler Durden poster was on like every frat boy's wall. Every. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 They all got the wrong message, but it was everywhere. It spread like wildfire. Sure. So. Wrong messages spread very easily. <laughs> That's, the hard thing, though. That's the hard thing with art though. You put it out there and what yeah. you intended may be not what the audience gets from it. And, yeah. um, and that's what leads to great arguments. Not great because they're really awful arguments <laughs> between fanboys. I mean, Star Wars is a great example. People are still trying to debate what Ryan Johnson intended here, there, and everywhere in the Last Jedi and everything else. And, and Ryan Johnson's like, I've moved on, people. Like, yeah, right. like, I'm, I'm, doing I'm, I'm, I'm doing nothing else. But yeah. leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Eight hundred million dollars for Knives Out. I'm gonna do the sequels. I'm gonna do that for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, Ryan Johnson. We expect more from you. Do we? I don't know. Good for him. I, but yeah. So I I picked that because you know? I figured out of all of your movies that are kind of these, you know, family friendly like forward movies, there are movies like Fight Club um, no. and like American History X, because I do think American mm -hmm. History X, something came out of that movie as well. Not as huge in pop right. culture, but there was a culture that picked up some of those things. But I think Fight Club, like your old people have, there have been so there was top 10 lists on David Letterman on, you know, what you shouldn't talk mm -hmm. about. There's, you know, it just like, yeah. you know, the first thing you don't talk about in Fight Club is Fight Club. You know, the second thing you don't talk about in Fight Club is Fight Club. And everyone has used it. It's been in music. It's been in commercials. It's been on, you know, in comedy bits. It's just everywhere. Whether you've seen the movie or not, you've used it or you understand yeah. it. Well, and, yeah. and people who haven't, haven't even seen it will probably recognize the poster with the pink bar of soap. Exactly. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they don't understand what the soap, what does soap and fighting have to do with each other? Well, right. watch the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, <laughs> As Val was going through the movies that she thought about, there was a pink theme that ran throughout. Teen uh, <laughs> Girls, Wednesday's yeah, that's pink. The, that's the pretty and pink. Pretty and then pink. went with Fight Club that had the pink yeah. bar soap. And I was like, there's a lot I of secretly like the color pink. Mm -hmm. yeah. She claims that she loves black, but I do. Mm. You guys are all wearing black today, and I'm wearing this bright yellow hoodie. <laughs> you can always just love them both, and then you get black pink, the K pop sensation. So. <laughs> I only know that, Craig, oh because my I have gosh. a teenage daughter. No, 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 don't blame sure. your kids. Uh, I'm sure yeah, you introduced sure. it to your kids. Nice sure, job, Ed Cruz. You, yeah. <laughs> you probably would. Hey, you love li listen to this. <laughs> have I got something for you, kids? <laughs> and here's all the really weird looking dolls. Have fun. To get on my daughter's level. I'm trying to make that connection. I've got to get into this because she's into Let's it. We the other day we were driving in our car and I put that on because she wanted to listen to it. Mm -hmm. I have no, like 
their music makes me feel old. Not <laughs> because I listen to it. I'm like, this is crap. Why don't you listen to some good music like what I used to listen to when I was a kid? And then I said, I've become an old man. Like yeah, that yeah. was the moment where I realized hey, you grew up in the 90s and most of that music was crap. So you don't know. Hey, Sammy's listening to all the music I listen to. So. In fact, that's a nice tie in back to Fight Club. Ed Kowalczyk of Live is the waiter who yes. serves. Yes. Yeah. Don't ever eat soup out in a restaurant. I couldn't do it for like five years. I could not order soup. I still question it. Like because of this movie, I, I question soup every time, every single time. But the first time I saw it, I'm like, is, that guy looks like Ed Kowalczyk. And they're like, that is Ed Kowalczyk. Anyway. Yeah. Tracy's a nerd for you. Yeah. I yeah. love live. That was my college jam, man. Live. Uh, yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. And I, and I will argue that as far as alternative <laughs> music goes, the nineties was the greatest decade of alternative music ever. You mean the alternative to good music? No. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be called music. Soundgarden, Chris Cornell. I mean, there was some good stuff, yes, but it was early in the '90s, and it, so it was still yeah. bleeding over from the '80s. Uh, it wasn't like was also the best time for rap music too. I miss the '90s. You guys, there you, you guys go. Just old. Oh, Grandpa! <laughs> <laughs> you well, give I, me a love of the '90s. I was the problem is I've been watching all these eighties movies and I'm like watching Beverly Hills cop and going, every song is a hit oh, and oh, Top yeah. Gun, every song was a Top hit. Is my jam. Absolutely. Even, even last night we were watching ghostbusters. And when that comes on, my wife and I are dancing separately. Mm -hmm. She's across the room. She doesn't, and she doesn't even know I'm dancing. We're like, dun, 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 dun. we're just like, you guys don't like to sit next to each other while you watch. No, movies? she was uh, doing something in the uh, kitchen. I think she was, uh, okay. she was and doing you guys something. just started. It's separately because because we were watching it because we had to I have to record it today and it was like and then the boys are back back in town. We need to do an episode of just great movie music or a month of it because there's like just so much. It'll just be all Kenny Loggins. It'd be Brian Adams and Kenny Loggins and that's it. I've smelled both of them. They smell delicious. You know who doesn't claim the fame? I wasn't expecting Tyler Durden. Tyler, Tyler Durden, Durden smells like delicious. so many disgusting things. Like if we could make a Tyler Durden cologne, it would be like sweat, sex, dirt, spit, like the blood, juice at the bottom of like a garbage the blood, can. like a day later blood, you know, like just not gross. fresh blood. So you prefer fresh blood, the smell of that over yeah, the yeah. yeah, because day later it just yeah. ugh, like, it's like it's like with me with spaghetti. I can't eat the spaghetti the next day. It's got no, I can eat pasta. spaghetti every time of the day, regardless. Like I'll just eat it. You're not a real Italian. No, you're not a real Italian. You're not a real Italian. <gasps> whoa, 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 whoa. Tell me eating microwave spaghetti, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> Dave just said Tyler Durden smells like Axe body spray on a bum. <laughs> not like a butt but like a bum a homeless person yeah, yeah. A homeless person yeah yeah because yeah. you need to have some of that you know garbage can that's been in a rainstorm just yes. a little bit of that stuff mm -hmm. that's been sitting mm -hmm. there and brewing in the hot utah sun yep. for about and you three threw, days you threw away some vietnamese food in there because that tastes good right when you eat it but the next day you don't want to smell it or indian mm -hmm. curry oh yeah well, folks, yep. this is this is what you can do. For. <laughs> this is the content right here. 
to keep you coming back. To only, you can only find here on Movies That Make Us. That's what makes us so great is our tangents are relevant and you know you've thought about it. And if you didn't, you're like, oh my gosh, you are right. Yep. You are so right. Plus, it helps with your diet because you're not hungry after listening to an episode. Yep. <laughs> not this See, one, but Chef. Yeah. Chef was a good episode if you're hungry. Podcast stuff. We don't, we don't have scripts. We don't have plans. We just go. We have a little yeah. bit of an outline, I feel. Yeah, you have an outline. You have a plan. What are you talking about? Well, you guys thought of movies ahead of time. It's not like, what okay, we're going to spend 10 about. minutes, and then we're going to have a break, and then we're going to do this segue. Yeah. What, we're like, going to talk you about just You just explained every podcast that is out there. Right. Yeah, That's we, a plan. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not. <laughs> what makes it unique is the three people I'm looking at right now. That oh. is what people come here for. Not for the content or the format, but yeah, you do. You make it sound like you. It's like magic that sprouts out. You guys plan. We had two rules. We had rules. <laughs> the first rule was nobody talks. Wait, no, not the rule yeah. nobody talks about matinee heroes. Oh wait a minute, that's my other podcast. <laughs> Your shirt up on the screen. I think we talked about. I it. put my shirt up up on the screen. Well, I let you. Oh wow! I'm I'm learning how to market. Gatekeeper here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know, you have no idea. He is the gatekeeper for the entire network. That's true. If you want to get on this network, you've got to go through Jake. But also, if you want to get stuff done, you go to Jake because That's there are other people too. who will go nameless that I have to wait until Jake does it. So, Jake, <laughs> thank you so much. You are the you are the glue that keeps this entire network to going. This is true. Well, thank you. Um yeah. It's my first week on the network, so it'll change. <laughs> but right now, Jake is the best. To the boss. Yep. Listen, I, I'm willing to give that up and let anybody else be the glue. I love this together. episode so much, by the way. We've insulted everyone. Not only ourselves, but like every great actor that mm -hmm. we love, we've insulted today. We've insulted homeless yeah. people by comparing mm -hmm. them to Durden. Like our, we've our network overlords. Our network so, been, everyone has been equally be nice. insulted today. It'll be nice as we go forward and call ourselves movies that make us formerly of the stolen droid pop. <laughs> That's <laughs> a really long title. <laughs> stolen droids used to present movies that make us. Yeah. The artist formerly known as the stolen droids network. Yeah. Um, well, this has been a fun show. Jake's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know where to go. Yeah. Well, we've got to wrap it up. That's where we've got to go. You've got to learn your segues, Jake. You've got to learn your segues. You just I made them up. We have them, and we've crapped all over them. Yeah. No, you got to commit to them. You don't have to. Don't worry about what's actually happening. Just do your segue. So we. <laughs> you might feel like there's pressure. All this no pressure. <laughs> just do it. Do it. Pressure. Now we're going to pressure you guys to go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please do it. Um, the sooner you can do, do that, it, do it. 100 subscribers, we can be youtube.com slash movies that make us oh. instead of youtube.com slash. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, it just sounds like yeah. a sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a question, though. So, so Stolen Droids had that before they hit 100. I know yeah. this because my wife is the 100th subscriber to Stolen Droids, but they had they had that. Yeah, was, how did is that something they uh, it was grandfathered some, in? What or I something? understand it was something that was grandfathered in. Oh, lucky bastard! Yeah, that would describe it. And <laughs> um, we also want to invite you to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and all the social media places. We always appreciate that. Subscribe to our podcast. Go over and check out Monday Morning Memory Wipe that is debuting the same day that this episode drops. 
and uh, it's we hope. Awesome. <laughs> we hope in theory <laughs> uh, so you want to check that out that will be on the soul and droids youtube channel uh and you you will definitely want to check out the video for that not just mm-hmm. listen to the audio because there's a lot of video stuff that craig's put together that looks amazing and so you don't want to know next week we're all doing this again for a very special episode of the cast off for utah remote con and yes. so if you haven't seen the cast off well first off um we got some you. i know you've got some great players in front of you right now um it is the show that has got the most most growth potential <laughs> because it yeah. can go it can multiply very quickly because there's low your viewership so if we can get uh, we can double the viewership in a day <laughs> if we get the right people but yeah. uh cast off is a lot of fun you guys definitely mm-hmm. want to check that out so we are doing utah remote con starting on may 10th um, and both Tuesdays, it's going from May 10th to May 22nd. Both Tuesdays, we are doing uh, movies that make us on cast off. So the three of us will be competing against each other on cast off hosted by Craig Price. And it's going to be awesome. Like, and then, and then there's one other thing. All of you, this is a great little crossover. All of you are coming on to Matinee Heroes, my main podcast, for the entire month of June as we put a ring on it and do <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Uh, so each one of you is going to come on and do a Lord of the Rings episode of the movie that they like. And then we're having a special recast episode because it's just too big to do. Uh, and of course, Alan and I, my co-host, and I don't want to have to do like three Aragons. We want to just do it once and be done with it. So yeah. we've got a lot of stuff. Now, I, I don't know if uh, if Val is reading her text and getting upset or she's upset that she has to be on the Lord I of the Rings. I don't want to have to recast the Lord of the Rings. Like, <laughs> I love these movies and I think it's harder to recast the Lord of the Rings than the MCU. Like, to me, I'm not, I'm looking forward to talking with you guys about it because I love these movies, but I am not looking for, I'm going to put it off until the very last thing to recast these movies. Like it's she's going to pull a Randy. Yeah. yeah. She's just going to Randy and just Randy wins every time when he's just like, I've never no. seen the movie. Let's pull this he's, out of my butt. No, he's, no. Randy has fallen. He is no yeah. longer the, he is when, no longer well, the, uh, and the one that he lost was clue. No, nope, he's lost more than that. Well, he lost the, the, the he lost the season opener this because yes. here's the thing he can only do blockbusters yeah uh, when you have a nuanced like we did best in show which is right. a, a yeah, yeah. great one. yeah yeah great great movie but it's nuanced and you can't get everything out of the trailer and yeah. he he tanked it yeah so. and that's why it, yeah he went up against Tracy actually for Clue and Tracy beat him with Clue because Tracy's seen the movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like well, and I've seen these movies like so many times, and I love these movies and I love these books. And I think the cast for these movies is really great. And so I'm not looking for I'm looking forward again to the shows, but you guys will notice when you watch these shows with us on it, you will see like just my angst of well my pain of recasting. Well, the best thing to do in that case, and I'll I'll give you the hint, is to lean into history. So yeah. Don't try to find someone now, even though these movies no, are 20 yeah. years old. Yeah, no, I don't do that. But think about, oh, if this yeah. movie came out in the 70s, which uh, who would have been a good this? This yeah. way you don't feel like you're no, replacing I, somebody. I, the person that you love is the one replacing this. Yeah. No, I told these guys I was going to find I was going to do mine with like some sort of theme because it would be easier for me to pick a theme. And so right. I was thinking like um, cartoon characters. I would. Oh, just, I was going to say the Muppets. We've done that before. We've. Replaced. Yeah. So I think I'm, I'm going to recast as cartoon characters. So okay. the entire cast of Fat Albert. 
I uh, Aragon <laughs> Mushmouse as Marathon. <laughs> See, I will be good, baby. Anytime, baby, anytime baby. that I'm recasting for Craig, whether it's Matinee Heroes or Cast Off, I always I, I have to pick one character, and once I get that character recast, yeah. and I cast I can off, build of that off the right in. Yep. And so for me, it was Aragorn. I've already got him picked, and I'm I'm building off of that already. So <laughs> I have so many recasts before we even get to that. I don't even know what I'm going to do because I, 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 I haven't even <laughs> thought about that's it. That's luxury that we have is we've got a month to prepare for this, and I I might go through three or four different recastings of the of the cast before we I get don't. I pick my cast and then I send it to him and then I walk away. I go. I literally go like this. Yeah. As soon as I push it, I literally just go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm recasting the cast off because I do that as well for the extra points and my own podcast. So I've oh, I'm all I'm recasting two massive major beloved movies every week, and yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to let them. Why do you do uh, this to yourself? I enjoy oh, it. I, yeah, I know it's a it's it, a really great concept. It's really if you have not seen Cast Off or any of um, uh, Craig Price's shows, you really need to because I really think they are genius. Like there are a lot of movie podcasts out there and i do think that this one is it stands out from the rest and i really want more people to watch and listen well i do the video show so i have a reason to take a shower yeah (laughs) hey whatever it takes and shave i haven't haven't showered today i haven't i haven't shaved i haven't shaved i got a haircut for the uh i got a haircut for the the new show okay oh Oh, nice yeah but do i need to get a haircut between today and tomorrow for the monday show val you look amazing just rolling out of bed uh, <laughs> after running a 5K. Yeah. Uh, she posts these these gym selfies and she's like, yep. oh, I look so terrible. We're like, Mm-mm. And then you I glam mean, I've up. I've never, ever said I look terrible. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, this, you, you never look terrible. You're, you're one of those people that just can't look terrible. Oh, I'll, the next time I do, I'll take a picture and post it for you guys. And I'll just, I'll tag you all in it and I'm not going to say anything. I don't have to worry about it because it'll never happen. So speaking, speaking of cast off, uh, that special episode, the first one, will be like basically a week after this drop. So, did you want to let us know now what we're going to be casting? That'd and be nice. Or are you uh, going to make well, this late? No, you know what? Uh, this will give you an extra couple days. But it's since you're all getting it at the same time, I thought that we would do something that had big Hollywood stars, was enjoyable to watch, that people could relate to and like, and had lots of people in it. That's the key. That's the key. You know, I said people like, and so um, I'm going with, and you guys are going to recast oceans 11. Oh, the, the George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Elliot right. Gould version. And yes. so all right. We'll, all oceans right. 11 next week on That's gonna be the cast one. off slash Utah remote con. Nice. That is I awesome. Like that pick. That's well, there a, you go. Tuesday the eleventh. You guys will want to be there live to see cast off as we compete recasting Ocean's Eleven. Who do you replace George mm. Clooney with, or Brad Pitt, or you Don Cheadle? So I don't know what I'm going to do this time. Or the little Asian guy that fits into the thing and does this little thing. Yeah, I don't even yeah. know his name. Yeah. yeah. So that that Ooh, is going to be a lot of fun. That's, that's going to be, be challenging. I bet that little box smells like Tyler Durden too, because he's in there for a long time. He's in there for a long time, waiting to come out. Yeah, oh. but maybe he's not sweating. Maybe he's got the lower metabolism. He's he's all Medicine. zen and calm about that's it. True, that's true. All right, I take it back. Also, right. it may be a lot of room in there for him. He's just because he's, he's you know can fit in it doesn't mean there's you know he's tiny. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The questions you need to know and ask about <laughs> Ocean's Eleven. 
we'll Thanks answer right so much for listening and watching this has been one heck of a show and uh we'll see it's you been a show time, but we won't see you at the movies Bye. show <laughs>